0: more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome to Just Wanna Quilt, a research podcast coming out of Tulane University Law School. But we explore all kinds of things. Stories about quilting, tools, field trips, maybe some famous culture stop by, and of course, a little bit of copyright thrown in just for fun. I'm Elizabeth Townsend-Gard. I'm a law professor at Tulane University, and I just want to quilt. Annabelle Hammer. She is way involved with Project Linus. She talks to us about being an organizer for it in her region. Um, strategies, why she does it, and what it is. So sit back. She is awesome. I hope you enjoy this one.
2: I'm Annabelle Hammer from Western Virginia, which is uh, about 20 miles outside of Washington, D.C.
0: Oh, that's very cool. Um, and today we're going to talk about Project Linus, which is a big deal thing. And we haven't talked, to, we, we've we talked, to, it comes up in the interviews a bunch, but we haven't actually talked about what it is. So tell us, oh, wait, let me do the first part. What's your first memory of someone sewing or quilting in your life? Sorry, I skipped. I skipped.
2: Well, um, my mother was a home economics teacher and a seamstress. Yeah, so I, I think my first memory was when I was about two or three years old and she was using her old treadle machine ah, nice. in nice. early 60s. Very interesting. Um, and
0: growing up with a mom that taught home ec, did she teach you how to do all of that?
2: Um, yes, yeah, she taught me how to knit, crochet, and embroider. But she didn't know how to quilt herself. So I learned that actually after I came to the Washington, D.C. area and took some classes at a local um, fabric store.
0: Interesting. Um, and what is it about quilting that you like?
2: Well, oh, I like the creativity and, um, yeah. And, and it helped to slow, slow me down too. When yeah. I was in a hurry.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I get it. All right. So tell me about that. Do you feel like when you're, so I feel like I'm always in a hurry too. Like I always, there's just always a lot going on quilting what does do you feel like you're rushing when you're quilting or do you feel like your pace changes when you start to quilt?
2: Um no I I, I think I try to s- slow myself down you know, yes. and uh, take things deliberately and not rush because when I do rush I make mistakes and then yeah, you have to go back <laughs> take okay. a seam ripper and go back to square one. So I've learned to um take a more measured approach.
0: Um, and is there any kind of style you like in particular or just do everything everything you can think of?
2: Um, I, I like more the improv. Um too. style. Yeah. I wasn't ever good at matching points and, yeah. and scenes and things like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, right. It's just nice to um yeah, I get it. Um well that's really interesting. Um all right, tell me about Project Linus first, in case people don't know what it, know what it is. Tell me what, tell, start there.
2: Oh, it's a nonprofit organization which started in 1995 and has about 300 chapters nationwide. And, oh, uh, and we collect, make blankets, Afghans, quilts for children children in hospitals. Yeah. And homeless shelters, social service programs like foster and adoption programs.
0: That's so amazing. Um, um, and are they kids all the way to 18? Like, is there a cutoff on what age the children are that get these blankets?
2: Yeah, usually 17 or 18. 17 or 18. Yeah. And um, in that, that case, we need really big Blankets.
0: blankets. Yeah, it's funny. We have a group here that does um, a local uh, church group that does tries to give blankets to every kid in the foster system in New Orleans. And oh, they, that's funny. Yeah, and that's what they were they were talking about the need for large blankets because they're um, the kids that are about to um, you know, age out of the system. They really want to make sure they have blankets and they're, you know, they, they're grown-ups, you know, like they're grown-up size. So, they were talking about the need for for that.
2: Um, yeah, because ladies, they usually like to make the smaller blankets, so, yeah. so it, it's not that common to get the bigger sizes, so it's we just have to urge,
0: urge people to, people to do here that, to make the
2: bigger sizes, yeah. And
0: how, how fancy are the blankets that come, because that was the other thing that this group was saying, is that, like, they didn't have to be super intricate, because the idea was something that a kid would love, but not, it didn't need to be, you know. We're kind of strategizing on how to how to get to their quota without overtaxing their members. You know.
2: Oh, um, I've got i got some pretty intricate stuff, and just some with large blocks. And, and and usually the quilting, you know, they tell us not to make the quilting too fancy. Uh-huh. We're not out to win prizes, but just to get the quilts finished and out to the kids.
0: Yeah. And is there um, so tell me about the process of tell me how what your involvement is with the, with Project Linus
2: Okay so there are I cover four chapters and there are what we call blanketeers, um in these four counties so they people usually work on their own and then um, then they contact me saying, "Oh I've I finished this quilt or Afghan and I have collection bins at the local Joanne stores and in, in an independent quilt store. So I'll tell them, Oh, you know, this is the closest store to your location. So please drop it off there.
0: And Interesting.
2: then maybe yeah. once a week, uh, once every 10 days, I'll drive around to the different stores and pick up uh, the blankets.
0: Interesting. Right. And
2: then, another, and then another way I get blankets is that the schools or churches They'll have, like, service days, community service days. And usually they'll make, um, because they're kids and they don't know how to sew or crochet, they'll, like, the no-sew fleece blankets. Yeah, tell us. 20 or uh, 30 of those.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So how many blankets do you think your chapter, and you cover your your area, which is four chapters, how many do you think? Four counties, Uh uh-huh. Four counties. Sorry, yeah. how many? Do you, how many blankets do you think
2: you're picking up? How many? What's the scope of this? So that. So I have to submit um, quarterly reports to Project Linus headquarters. So it comes out to seven or eight hundred blankets wow. that come in each quarter, and that we distribute. That's amazing. These facilities.
0: That's so amazing.
2: It's a large area, and it's very busy. That's good. <laughs>
0: yeah, and so. If people are listening and they want to get involved, how do they get involved with either making the blankets or being part of the, um, the infrastructure?
2: Well, they have to go to the projectlineness.org um, mm-hmm. website, and then they'll find a listing of their local chapters. So they'll, um, so they'll have to work with a chapter in their area.
0: And why do, so where, how do the blankets get distributed?
2: Oh, usually what what I do is I'll call like a hospital or Ronald McDonald House or the county, you know, for the foster adoption programs. And I'll ask them, do you need blankets and how many? And um, usually they'll say, they say yes. And I bring them up to 25 or 50 blankets for delivery. Sometimes, um, like with the hospitals, they don't have that much storage space, so they can't take that much.
0: Yeah. Interesting. All right. So, how and how much? How, what are the numbers with Project Linus? I imagine that they've got incredible, like the metrics on how many blankets they've.
2: Oh, I think it's almost eight million now since, since it started in nineteen ninety-five. Wow, that's distributed. Yeah.
0: Amazing. That's amazing. Um, now, why be part of Project Linus? There's so many, what I want to talk to you about is sort of charity quilting, both in terms of the, like, who's, like, how much money and time is going into this, and the difference between, like, these big organizations versus smaller ones. What made you decide to be part of um, Project Linus?
2: I guess, I guess it was because it, it was more on the local level, instead of sending up to like a big organization yeah. State, um, and I don't know what's going to happen to my quilt um, yeah. after, after I send it off. So I like that it was at the local level and I knew the places that uh, would receive the blankets.
0: Yeah. And what's like, so my theory is that there's, I mean, the amount of charity quilting that's happening in this country is huge. Um, do you find that to be the case, too? I mean, the amount of, like, people buying their fabric and m- spending that time and then d- donating these quilts, are, do you have, have any thoughts about why that's happening or sort of that side of it?
2: Oh well, Yeah, I noticed that there are just so many um, organizations all over yeah. the country. So, yeah, it is hard to pick.
0: <laughs> it is hard to pick. Yeah. And... <laughs>
2: Go ahead, sorry. Oh, but then, you know, when I talk to these ladies who make, like, the uh, quilts or um, afghans, I mean, it really gives them a good feeling about themselves, that they're contributing, you know, and helping uh, kids that are less fortunate.
0: Yeah, yeah. We just had an interview recently where um, I think it was Beth Strand was talking, and she does a ton of charity quilting. And then she adopted a kid, and she said the the kid came with a Project Linus blanket. So oh, a, uh-huh. That's nice. Like, on both sides of it, it was kind of amazing, like all the charity quilting she did. And then with this kid who had had, had sick and then she adopted um, that it came with a Linus blanket. So, um, and wow. how important that was, you know.
2: Well, I've talked to various moms who uh, children received a Project Linus blankets, and so one. One lady, she wants to make uh, Afghans herself, you know, and then another one, um, she wants her school to do a project. And then there's a third one um, who's a nurse at a hospital, and she she said, oh, my son received this, and I think all the, the kids at my hospital, you know, where yeah. she was, they would love to.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, these kinds of blankets, too. Very interesting. So again, yeah, different... Um, reactions and and gratitude
0: interesting how much do you think your quilting is the charity quilting at this point how much of your quilting time um the quilting part of it and then your extra time do you feel like is devoted to this
2: oh I I think 100% 100% (laughs) actually I mean actually I used to um like make quilts for a friend like for baby quilts and a friend would pay me like you know, hundred dollars for a baby quilt or something. Uh-huh. But I can't I can't do that anymore. I told her, sorry, I am just uh, dedicated to Project Linus now. Really I, you know, I I referred her to another quilter who I mean she she will she's a professional quilter and long armor, so she'll she'll take orders. So I refer her to that other quilter.
0: That's really interesting. And why do you feel like you can't? You just feel like that your quilting and your time it, it means more and you want, it's not about the economic, it's not about the, the money, it's about giving back? Is that kind of, why, why do you feel that way?
2: So, yeah, yeah, I feel um, I would rather devote my time to charity quilting. And um, also, you know, when you're making a quilt for pay, you kind of, you do kind of have a, under, you feel under pressure to make it perfect. Yeah. Whereas when I'm quilting for Project Linus and it's not that perfect, well, you know, the other chapter coordinator coordinators say that oh the kid doesn't doesn't uh, care that your points don't match or you don't have
0: Right. Quilting.
2: Um, I mean, they they be glad to get a blanket. So I think there's no pressure there.
0: There was there's um, I interviewed uh Stitch TV and their their slogan is babies don't care. Oh right. <laughs> totally like that (laughs) babies don't care (laughs) they don't care um and what is your strategy in picking out fabric for project linus in terms of are you thinking about the the age of the kid or like what's your strategy in doing this well i'm
2: well i'm really fortunate because i get a lot of uh fabric donations
0: oh that's great
2: so um i mean in the beginning i did have to buy and, you know, I usually bought novelty fabrics that kid prints. Then as my um, chapter grew, people knew more about me. All these ladies who are leaving the area, mm-hmm. downsizing or going into nursing homes, they've donated their fabric to me. And now I don't, I mean, I don't have to buy it. At this point, I haven't bought any. That's
0: amazing. How do you keep back- Like, how do you oh, keep I- it all organized? <laughs>
2: I, I really don't <laughs> so <laughs> i just kind of stuff them like wherever in the guest rooms and and then my my daughter came home over the labor day weekend she opened all the drawers and closets in her old room and all this fabric and batting popped out
0: <laughs> that's really funny now what about batting is that do you buy the batting or is that donated to you? is that I imagine that that could get expensive in terms of
2: batting. Oh, um, yeah! I used to buy it um, on sale. On yeah. These are connecting threads, but now I have plenty of uh, donated batting. Donated batting too. Yeah, that's really interesting. So i i mean, I'll use whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Donate to me. Yeah. Nestle wool. Mm-hmm. That's really
0: great. Um, well, this is so cool. Um, so. Uh, how long does it take you usually to make? Do you care how long it takes? You don't care. You're just doing what you want to do. Is that is that?
2: Um. Oh, you mean the quilt?
0: Yeah. How long it takes to make a quilt how, from start to finish? Do you do the quilting as well?
2: Oh yeah, I have like a sit down mid arm. Yeah. That's great. And, um, I, I don't. I don't know because I don't. I would say about maybe a week. Interesting. You know, working on and off.
0: Yeah. That's not bad and um do you do the same pattern over and over again or do you do different patterns
2: well, i like to try different patterns
0: interesting and a lot of the improv patterns
2: oh yeah mm-hmm. right Very right. right. so get, i'll get orphan blocks uh-huh. and i make um quilts out of those orphan blocks oh
0: interesting that's
2: really cool i like yeah that. yeah the, i mean you know they along with the fabric ladies will donate like uh, quilt tops and right and the right. orphan box yeah
0: interesting um well that's so very interesting um so if there are people out there that want to get to start doing this what are your suggestions on how to start like how to make your first charity quilt? like maybe people are nervous about it or they don't know what to do or what what would be your suggestion of how they get into doing this
2: So, i would first advise um, making like simple, just a simple pattern with big blocks. Yeah. Like, um, I recently got some quilts that were made with big nine-inch blocks, very, you know, very colorful blocks and they were, yeah. were just fine.
0: Interesting. You know what I'm really into right now is like finding really beautiful fabric and just, just like doing a yard of it or two yards or whatever and um, making that, like not even cutting it, like just... Oh, yeah. Fabric. The fabric's so beautiful. I have a hard time cutting it. So now and then, and also I'm practicing um, with uh, free motion quilting. But oh yeah. But that that seems to make the. I mean, that's really fast because there's no there's no piecing. It's just quilting. Um,
2: and also I, panel using panels that goes really quick. I like if I get panels, I like yeah. I like uh, making those into quilts.
0: And do you have any sense of what the kids are liking? Do they, do you get feedback on like what kind of quilts they like or does it matter? Do you keep, do you worry about it being, you don't care. You just do any fabric, like it doesn't matter.
2: Like, oh, well, um, yeah, we got feedback that they like bright and colorful fabrics. They don't like the, like the um, black or gray, tan, navy. Interesting. Yeah, um, so that's a feedback we got from the nurses. The more colorful and bright, the better.
0: And does it matter? It, you don't care if it's gender. It's okay if it's pink or you don't care about gender neutral stuff because they'll just give it to, you know, whatever kid wants. Do they, kids get to pick out? Their, it depends on the place, right? Does the kid get to well, pick Well,
2: sometimes, I mean, yeah, some places they the kids will pick. And then, um, but the other times the nurse will give it to them.
0: Got
2: it. Yeah it, yeah, it depends on different Places. Interesting. But On the west I, we get a lot of lady. I mean, we get a lot of, um, you know, blankets, with, made for girls. So, so we kind of try to have to urge, urge the blanketeers to make uh, more for boys.
0: Really? Oh,
2: is yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. a Natural kind of inclination.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, for for women. Yeah, that's that is a natural oh. inclination.
0: Very interesting. Do you? Okay. So they use Linus, the, um, the Charlie Brown character and why? And obviously Linus had a blanket. So that's why. Do you know why? Do you know anything about their use of that trademark or that name? Did they get permission or do we have any idea about that part of it? I imagine I have to ask.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: I don't know myself. You'd have to ask the founder of Karen Wilkes. Yeah. She's in Colorado. She was the one that was um, involved um, getting yeah, that the Linus image.
0: Interesting. I'm looking on the website to see if there's anything about that. Um, interesting. And do people give you donations, like money donations, as well, sometimes, or do you only take blankets?
2: Oh no. Um, sometimes that, uh, like the well, there's an corporation they'll give me money yeah like Kohl's Kohl's will um they'll give me money when their uh, employees come to one of my you know make a blanket days if they have yeah an employee at least five employees they'll give me five hundred dollars so that's pretty nice
0: that's pretty nice tell me again how that works so they have a uh, is Make a Blanket Day the national
2: day for Project Linus, or is it? Do they do it? Oh after? yeah, well, um, yeah, it's usually the last Saturday in February. But I also have them these Make a Blanket Days at my church, like every couple of months. Uh huh. So, so my local cold store, um, they're nice enough, you know, to to have their employees come and work. They have to work five hours and at least five employees. For me to get the money, but then I get five hundred dollars.
0: That's amazing, and the, so that's very nice. That's really great. That's amazing.
2: Uh, and, um, and then sometimes when I go to other other corporations, they'll reimburse me for for the materials for the like the fleece. So I went to Deloitte um, for their Bring a Child to Work Day. Uh huh. So the kids in the afternoon they they worked on these fleece blankets. And so that company was, was nice enough to reimburse me. Oh that's very materials. nice. Yeah. So a lot of companies will uh will donate or reimburse me. That's amazing. And, and then you and know then I mean, once and then once in a while somebody will write, be nice enough to write me a check. <laughs> you that's know?
0: Very nice. And yeah. then what do you do with the money? Does that go does that stay in your local chapter or does it
2: Oh no, um all of our accounts are held at the Project Linus headquarters.
0: At the headquarters. Yeah. And then that just goes into the general fund when they donate to your...
2: Oh, no, it, each chapter has a, their own own account.
0: Oh, that's cool. And then what do you yeah. do with the funds when they're donated?
2: So, so um, eight... I mean, actually, the so when the corporations donate, they, it goes to the Project Linus um, headquarters, but it's designated for a certain chapter.
0: Got it interesting, and what um what do you do with the money when do you get donate donate what's the money go towards if people are out there and want to donate uh,
2: oh, I, I usually get use it to buy um fleece fleece stuff from um, I make a blanket days
0: uh-huh now do you buy it just like at joanne's or some place like that Oh, yeah yeah,
2: I buy it at joanne's um when they're having sales, yeah. But usually I, I get, I buy about $250 or $300 worth of <laughs> Wow. That's a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Because I try, I mean, I try to make about 100 blankets at each of these events. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to make it worthwhile. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: And, so I get like 20, yeah, and I get like 20 to 30 people show up.
0: That's amazing. And they can make about a hundred blankets. How long does that take for twenty to thirty people to make a hundred blankets?
2: Um, I would say about probably about five hours. The five hours.
0: Be amazing! That's remarkable. That's
2: yeah. Well, the young the young people, because I get a lot of like high schoolers,
0: uh-huh.
2: really fast. <laughs> fast. Young people are really fast. Yeah. <laughs> With their nimble like, fingers. Yeah. And
0: how? Um, how often do you have these kinds of events? Do you think?
2: Um, surely every couple of months.
0: Interesting. So um, this is really cool. Um, so, any downsides to be part of Project Linus?
2: I, I guess the only thing is I have to you know worry about having enough money to buy <laughs> to buy the materials. To
0: buy the materials, yeah. right? Um, and that's part of raising money for the chapter,
2: right? Right.
0: And each chapter sort of takes care of its own finances, or does the main? Does,
2: do you um, get- no, uh, each chapter is responsible for for some fundraising.
0: Interesting. And, is and there any-
2: right now, the running uh, project Lions headquarters is running a mystery quilt along.
0: Yeah, tell us about that. I can see that. What? What is that?
2: So it started. It started um, earlier this month. So every so for fifteen dollars, a quilter can register, and that fifteen dollars will go to the local chapter. And, um, so every week, every Saturday, the clues are released, and um, at the end, I think at the end of a couple months, um, the participants will finish a child size quilt. Oh, interesting! That, yeah, but but it's good because it, the the local chapters will get the money when somebody you know from their area signs up yeah. for this quilt along. Yeah, that's and good, then yeah. And, um and then at the beginning of next next year January February there's going to be a I think it's a knit knit or crochet along uh-huh. for those who knit and crochet. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's great. How many of the how many of the blankets do you get a sense of? But yours are quilted versus knitted or crocheted.
2: Well, I would say the mo- the most we get actually are those fleece blankets.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah, because they're yeah. they're easy to make. For you know, people don't know how to sew or knit. Okay, yeah. So I would say like 60 percent of the fleece, and then forty of the quilts and afghans.
0: is so insanely awesome anything else any other thoughts that you want to add to our conversation but if people want to get involved they they go to their you can go to the website and you can uh the chapters are on there and there's a a really cool map and is project linus international because the chapters look like they're the map is just the u.s
2: (laughs) yeah um it is. It is the U.S. Just the U.S. Um, but actually, so, sometimes we'll get special um, requests from people who are going to um, like Central America, South Africa. Um, if they can, if those people are, you know, bring some blankets, Project Linus blankets, wherever they're, uh, they're visiting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got. I um, recently I got a request from. Uh, an organization called the um, Negro Women's Council and uh-huh. the Northern Virginia chapter. They're going to South Africa in November, and they're going to visit um, a center for children with cerebral palsy. So they asked me for forty-five blankets.
0: Oh,
2: interesting. Yeah. So um, I'm. They're ready, and I'm just waiting for the ladies to come and to come up so they can pack them.
0: Amazing. And when somebody, when a group requests it, tell us a little bit more, is there a process or a screening or how do they, like, if, if someone's listening and thinking, oh, we need blankets, um, how did that happen? How does requesting happen?
2: Oh, well, they would have to go to their local chapter and then um, then we, we have to verify that they're a legitimate organization. You know, I guess check them out. Yeah yeah the um the organization bringing the blankets to the country the legitimate and also the the receiving organization overseas is a legitimate you know organization too
0: yeah yeah so interesting well this is amazing this is amazing um like such a big operation and i still working on the low on the ground level it's remarkable it really is this is just great um, well, I love chatting with you. I, will you send me a couple of pictures and a, a short bio, um, either through Messenger or by email, about yourself and a couple of examples, sure. of either the events or um, the blankets itself? It would be so so cool. Well,
2: oh, sure. <laughs> I'll I'll, make, I'll send a picture of my make a blanket day. I had one last Saturday, so I can send photos there.
0: That is so awesome. I love it love it thank you so much for coming i really appreciate it this is so this is so great project linus big deal Super well, thank important. you for
2: letting me um advertise <laughs> project of course.
0: Linus. of course this is so great all right cool and you don't need to review this i imagine right i can just post it uh, no all right fabulous well we'll get it up this is so great thank you so much for coming i really appreciate it
2: so well great. thank you elizabeth
1: all right take care right. have a good day Bye. So you've been listening to Just Wanna Quilt, a research podcast coming out of Tulane University Law School. And I'm Elizabeth townsend Gard. If you like this podcast, keep listening. Also, we have a Facebook group. Come join us. We talk about a lot of things. We also have an Instagram account. And of course, most importantly, I really hope you get a chance to quilt today.